Hello from whatever part of the world you're listening to. This time I will teach you man up. You're about to have an amazing, amazing time and an inspiring time with different guests, different speakers, and of course, yours truly will be on board. So welcome on board to have an amazing time with us.
word of God is God Himself that we saw in um, John 1 verse 1 to 4. The word of God is God Himself. The word of God is not without God Himself. So, in living in the reality of God's word, it's very important that we um, take note of some of these things before we get very into um, the business of today. So, the word of God isn't um, any, isn't in any way ordinary. It's not void of the person of God. The word of God is not void of God. It's not void of the person of God. The word of God is equipped with the character and person of God. The word of God is equipped with the character and person of God. Everything that you can imagine of God is basically what the word of God is. Everything that comes to mind at this point in time is what the word of God is. So um, the word of God, like I said, is not void of the power of God. The word of God is not void of the person of God. The word of God is not void of the character of God. So when we're talking about the word of God, we're talking about um, God himself. We're talking about the person of God. So the word of God isn't without the presence of God also. The word of God isn't without the almightiness of God. So when you're talking about the word of God, you're talking about the power of God. You're talking about the almightiness of God. You're talking about the character of God. You're talking about the works of God. Word, the word of God is encompassed or, um, with all the wonders of God, all the almightiness of God, all the powers of God, and all of that. So we're, we're digging, going in right into it. So the word of God is is something that we can trust. It's something that we can um, be sure of. It's, it's something that has proof that we know that we can be certain of. So what does it mean to live in the reality of God's word? What does it mean to live in the reality of God's word? Living in the of God's word is living to reflect the word of God in our in our individual lives. It is living in, um, to reflect the word of God. To reflect the word of God in your life is to live in um, to reflect the word of God in my own life as well. So um, it is living in the tangibility of the word of God. Living in the reality of God's word is living in the tangibility of God's word. Living in the tangibility of God's word. It means to be a particular of what the word says it, is, it means to um, be a partaker of what the word means what the word reflects what the word describes so that is what um, living in the reality of god's word means um, living in the reality of god's word also is to experience the word of god for yourself it is to experience the word of god for yourself it means that um, living in the reality of god's word means that you or me experience the word of God for myself and then you would experience God for yourself. I wouldn't experience God for you and then you wouldn't experience God for, for me. So living in the reality of God's word means to experience God for yourself. The word of God isn't without the life of God. So as believers, as members of the body of Christ, and then um, when we say we are members of the body of Christ, Romans 12 verse 5 says, so it is with Christ's body we are many parts of one body. And we all belong to each other. It is expected that the word of God is alive and works in our lives. So we are part of the body. We are members of the body of Christ, no doubt. So it is expected that the word of God is alive. The word of God is at work in our lives. Not just in being alive. Um, the word being alive it is at work in our lives as individuals. So our lives should prove that the word of God is real. Our lives should prove that the word of God is alive. Our life should prove that the word of God is real and that our life should prove that 
what the world can be your reality one of the things that i would want us to the questions i would want us to answer is how much of the word of god do you know so when we're talking about living in the reality of god's word um we're talking about what the word of god can do what it means for us to live in the reality of god's word how much of the word of god do you know how much of it do i know before we'll be able to say oh, we're actually living in the reality of the word of god so how much of the word of god do you know what do you know that the word has said or what do you know that the word of god is saying particular uh, about a particular matter or about a particular thing what do you know that the word of god is saying so how much of the word do you know so if, if you're watching if you're listening i want you to just ponder down those words how much of the word of god do i know so Hosea 4 verse 6 says, My people have been destroyed because they don't know me. Since you, since you priests refuse to know me, I refuse to recognize you as my priest. Since you have forgotten the Lord of your God, I will forget to bless your children. So you can't live in the reality of the word of God if you don't know what is in the word of God. It's basically, it's impossible. You can't live in the reality of what you don't know. You can't, you can't live in the reality of what you're not aware of. Of this word of God, if you don't know what the word of God says, how you can't rightly divide what is true and what is a lie or what is false when you don't even know what it contains, or you don't you're not even aware of it, so you can't even define and say, Okay, this is the word of God. What's what's if the devil is pointing or what the world is bringing something to you, you can't um, pull out what is supposed to be your reality. back in what of what um, this point is trying what I'm trying to point out is how much of the word of God do you know and then we saw from Hosea 4 verse 6 it said um, my people are being destroyed because they don't know so we would face a lot of destruction a lot of things would bounce off life if we don't know um, what the word of God is saying if we don't know God for ourselves and then we said the word of God is God himself so you can't live in the reality of the word of God if you don't know what function below um, what is supposed to be our reality if we don't know what is in the word of God. If we if we're not aware of what has been written about us, if we're not aware of what um, what we are supposed to be partakers of, if we're not aware of what is supposed to be our reality, what is supposed to be our our identity, we don't live in the, in the reality of God's word for our life. So again, how much of the word of God do you know? What that thing that is bothering you circumstances you're in how much of the word of god do you know what do you know that the word of god has spoken about that thing that you're dealing with at the moment so how much of the word of god do you know so like i said we live below heaven's expectations for us if we don't need if we don't um if we're not aware of the words that god has spoken or that god has spoken or god is saying about a particular thing so we we'll continue to live in a life if we Authority is in what you know. The level to which you experience or exercise authority on earth is dependent.
dependent on the level of, of on the on the level of knowledge you wield in a particular matter. Dear Lord, the level of authority, the level of authority you would you would exercise on earth is dependent on the level of knowledge you have or you wield on a particular matter or on a particular field or a particular um, matter. So knowledge, your, your knowledge about the word of God is very, very paramount. Because if you don't know the word, you don't know what you're supposed to teach out when you say it into your life. You wouldn't know what is supposed to be your reality if you're not um, aware of what is actually in the word, what the word has said, or what the word is saying. So while, while Jesus was being tempted in Matthew 4, you would see that um, he was being tempted by the devil, and then the devil was showing him a lot of things, showing him a lot of stuff that was supposed to be a reality in, in some sense. But um, we would see that Jesus didn't fall for the temptation because he knew what was written in the world and then he responded to that temptation. He responded to the devil based on what was written in the world. So at every point in time, he was telling him, Oh, um, it is written in the world. It is written. We will see this in Matthew um, chapter 4. So you wouldn't know what to um, bounce off until you know what is written. You um, will see that Jesus responded to that situation with the word of God. So what, that situation that you're currently um, facing, that situation that is currently occupying your mind, that is um, basically that you're facing right now, how much of the word of God do you know? Because the, the word of God that you know is what you use to respond to certain matters that um, that will come, come your way, as the case may be. So how much of the word of God do you know? So just like Jesus, how... Um, that storm, that mountain, that stuff that is that that has been um, something you've been struggling with or dealing with. How much of the world have you used to respond to that matter? Just like Jesus did. Every at every point in time, if we come, um, if challenges come our way, the best response is the word of God. And then, just like Jesus, He knew what was written in the word. That's why He was able to use the word to answer the devil. So, like I said. I continue to continue. If you've not followed, if you've not shared, if you've not commented, feel free. If you've been blessed by this comment, you share. Feel free to share with loved ones, and then so they can be partakers of what we're enjoying here. I'm being blessed already. So um, Jesus was living in the reality of the word that was spoken, uh, that had been written in scriptures, and then that, that was why he didn't fall for that temptation. So until we understand clearly that. What the word of God says, or what the word of God is saying, wounds, um, what 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 the word of God is saying is what will distinguish us from um, that. What will make us? What will distinguish us basically from Mr. A or Mr. B um, is when we actually know the word of God. What the word of God is saying wouldn't be of any effect if we don't actually know what the word has said. If if um, you're faced with an What you know that the word of God has written, or what the word of God has said about that particular matter. For example, if you're if you're having challenges with your health, you know that it is, it is written that um, health is one of the is 
one of us um it's one of the things that god wishes for all for all of us so if you're faced with um, a health challenge you know that it is written in the word that you're supposed to be in divine health if you're poor you're experiencing financial crisis and all of that you know that it is written in the word of god that prosperity is our bread prosperity is for us so what you know about the word of god is what you use to, to respond to certain um, challenges or certain circumstances that you're facing or that is coming to you so um, we need we need to note also that we can't experience or see what we don't know okay you you know what has been written in the world if you don't believe in it you can't it can't work for you so once you um we 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 believe it we will experience it so our belief systems forms our reality or affect our reality our belief systems forms our reality or affect our reality so basically what you see what um, you see in life your reality is based on what you believe in so our um, we can reflect in our lives what we don't believe in we can reflect in our lives what we don't believe in and until we believe it before we can start in, enjoying it its manifestation until we believe it that is where we start enjoying its manifestation and of course seeing the reality in our lives so and because because and then one one thing is very funny because you don't believe in it, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist or it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. You don't believe in gravity, it still exists, it still works. You jump up, you come down because of the force of gravity. So if you say you don't believe in it, that's that your, your own belief limits you only. Your own belief limits you only. So because you don't believe in prosperity, it doesn't mean that there's not something called prosperity. Because you don't believe in something called divine health, doesn't mean that there's, there's no divine health because you don't you don't um, believe in divine favor or divine health doesn't mean that it doesn't exist or it doesn't work so your own belief will limit you only so because you don't believe in it it doesn't mean that um, it doesn't exist or it doesn't work so mark mark 9 verse 23 says what do you mean if i if i can jesus asks him anything is possible if a person believes so our belief um, our own belief limits us. What we experience is because um, what we don't experience in, that we have been written in the world is because we don't believe it. What we are not seeing, what we are experiencing is what we don't believe in or what we haven't believed in. Our own belief limits us only. So because we don't believe in it, it doesn't mean it doesn't work, like I said. So just like before we, we um, receive salvation, just like before we start to enjoy the dividends of salvation, first believe that Christ died on the cross we must first believe that he, he ascended, he rose up and then ascended so uh, Romans 10 verse 9 to 10 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved verse, verse 10 says, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved so believing our belief, our belief system has um, plays an important role in our destiny, plays an important role in our lives. What we experience most times is, is based on what we believe. What we see in our life is has it, um, our belief has a major role to do when it comes to our manifestation of our reality. So Jesus died on the cross for us, true. Um, but if you don't believe, if you don't believe that he died, if you don't believe that he rose up, if you don't believe that he seated at the right hand of the Father, you wouldn't enjoy um, even 
died, yes. She has rose up, yes. But if you don't believe it, it limits you. It limits you from enjoying the dividends of salvation. So just like I said, your um, our 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 unbelief limits us. So we must first believe before we can experience or enjoy what the word of God has said. It applies to everything in the kingdom. Um, Jesus died, yes. Before we enjoy salvation, um, we have to believe. So yeah, that that cuts across everything that we enjoy in the kingdom of God. That is one one um, protocol or one principle in the kingdom of God. We must believe. If we don't believe, we won't be able to, to enjoy all of this that God has packed for us in the kingdom of God. So until you believe it, you cannot experience it. What guarantees your experience of the word of God and all the truths in scriptures is Jesus responded, didn't I tell you that you would see God? Didn't I tell you that you would see God? The glory, you would see God's glory if you believe. So what you see is what you believe. What you believe is what you see. What you believe is what you see. Our receiving or our reality is tied to our believing. Our receiving or our reality is tied to our believing. You can't have access to what you don't believe. You don't you can't have access to what you don't believe in. Our belief, our own belief. I think I'll probably title this our own belief limits us only. I'm just joking, I'll probably title it that. But our own belief limits us only. Our own belief limits us only. Because you don't and then I I I will stop emphasizing this. Because you don't believe it, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just limits you. It just limits its operation in your life. It just limits its the workings in just your new life. So our own belief limits us only. Like I said, our receiving is tied to our believing. One of the problems we have as, as young people, or as young Christians, or as believers in general, is that um, when, it, when it comes to believing, we believe that God can do some things and then God cannot do something. We choose the ones that we want to believe that God can do. You see someone who says, Oh, God can heal me, or God, or God cannot prosper me. God can prosper me, but God cannot heal me. And, and, and then a lot of other scenarios. If um, God can do everything. God can do everything. There's nothing that exists. There's nothing that would ever exist that God cannot do, or that God cannot give you, or you cannot experience. That God cannot allow you to experience. There's nothing on earth. There's nothing even in heaven that God, if God wants, um, there's nothing that's impossible for God. So we have to put that at the back of our mind that everything, nothing, nothing we see, nothing lacking, nothing withstanding. God can do all things. So. To believe that he can do some things, it means that we fully experience some things and then we experience some other things. So, in, in our dealings, in our dealings, we have to put it at the back of our mind, we have to fashion our minds, we have to fashion our hearts that God can do all things for us, all things for us. So, God, God is not a problem, it's not a, a government system, it's not a particular country that would limit um, us enjoying some things. God will not say, Oh, because um, these people are from Nigeria or, or are from Africa or they are black or they are white, we will only experience this and we don't experience this. God is that God that um, is not biased, he's not, he's not selfish. We can have all things. We can have all things.
to God is able through his mighty power as God within us to accomplish infinitely infinitely more than we might ask or think to, 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 to accomplish infinitely more than we can ask or think more than we can ask or think so it is it is like I said our own belief limits us only and then if you don't believe in, in the word of God over your health over your finances over your career it is you will struggle in those areas that you don't believe in you will struggle in those areas that you don't believe in so your your own your own belief like I said I think this this is like my favorite word my favorite statement of today Starting, he said, one of the things that, um, that we can be very sure, one of the things we can bank on is the word of God. So we remind the remind Lord of what He has said about a particular matter. So one one um, way also to engage in the word is by checking what it says about a particular matter. If you're dealing with your health, your finances. 
Yeah.